0: Welcome to the Six Demon Bag Podcast, where we pull random topics related to writing, comics, movies, all that kind of thing.
1: This is Ed. I'm the author of Three and a Half Children, Twelve Novels, Twelve Unproduced Screenplays, and All Your Nightmares.
2: I'm Jeff. I write science fiction and horror.
0: This is Drew, gaming aficionado, uh, anime critic, and political addict. This is Ryan, jack of all trades, master of most. My
3: name is Danny. I am an interloper. I am now reaching into the bag. The
4: fabled. How does it feel, Danny, to well, you reach know, your hand into the 60s? Well, I,
3: I just had to look into it in case there was like... That's right. Yeah, seriously. There's been a lot of <laughs> scatological references he, here.
4: Hey, you knew what you were getting into. Yeah, I did
3: know. I was moratorium.
4: Uh, yeah. any, you moratoriums? You got any moratoriums?
3: Oh, I got one. Since you are all writers, hmm. I never want to see or hear. Look, character name. I get it. You're angry. Look, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, all the time on, especially on TV. Look, Ryan. I get it. You're angry.
4: I uh, get it. Uh, yeah. I never want to hear again. Shut up. Just shut up.
1: Moratorium on you think you're special, but we've all blah blah blah. I don't want to hear that anymore.
4: Moratorium on me writing anything. Oh, it's right. just a fool's errand. I got a big old fat one. Whoa. Ooh and it's the one that I wanted to pick. This is really good. Alright, are you guys a ready? Convenient.
2: Ready. Braced.
4: Word association. A Mm-hmm. So, Danny, I'm going to pick you, and I want you to say the first word that pops into your head when I say, Plum.
3: I think of that thing you hang from a string to get a center line. That's no, more it's not more than a word. it's a word, dude.
4: Not an image. <laughs> you could say line in that situation. <laughs> Let's try it again. That's Jeff, what's the first word that pops into your head when I say, gracious? Goodness. All right. This is a non-starter. Hey, Ed. Hmm. what's the first word that pops into your head when I say Spoon? Full Sorry. Alright. <laughs> Jeff <laughs> <laughs> Drew skipping Drew. Drew, what's the first word that pops into your head when I say falafel? Frosted
0: flakes. Oh, damn. But isn't, that that's two words. Two words. But,
3: but wouldn't the first word that pops in your head be the word you just heard? Like when you said plum, I thought of a plum. Well, okay, what's like, the second what, word that it, pops in your head? Uh, association. Okay, okay, but This is the, a
4: test for Danny. Are okay. you guys ready for this? Mm-hmm. Danny, if you're a true listener, you might know what word should pop into your head. Okay. What's the first word that pops into your head when I say pendulous? Spatula. You had that on You had that preloaded. You had that You son of a bitch. <laughs> Correct answer is meat pelts. (laughs) (laughs) Okay,
2: well that was fun, everybody. (laughs) That's the one you wanted. Next topic. (laughs) All right, (laughs) this is another very large Ryan topic. Buddy,
4: it's a filoso food.
2: Filoso food for the movie soundtracks are different when listened to alone.
4: Okay, so have you ever noticed? And you're watching a movie and you're like, hey, this score is real nice. And then you get the score and it doesn't quite feel the same. Mm. Yep. And is that because you don't have the visceral thrill of watching the movie at the same time? Is it because, you know, it was a one and done deal? I don't know. I noticed well, that a lot. I think a lot of about... it
0: is because, like, if you're watching a movie you enjoy and a really intense scene is happening and you associate the movie, with the, the music with that scene and then you're listening to the music without that scene and it's like hey, this isn't as good as i remember it does mm, not that
4: same thrill even though all the notes are there it's cuz you're in a heightened state i guess i
3: had a friend who bought the terminator soundtrack hell yeah it's you just yeah which you know for a cup but during the movie it has awesome. more of an impact, but you know, right. I don't know if I want to sit and listen to. Exactly. Let's listen to Zhujun uh,
1: That music. one's good in the car, though.
2: Is it? Yeah. <laughs> <The> <laughs> I I, I've been in the car with Ed. And it's true. <laughs> yeah. Wow. He definitely likes him. to think he he picks up the uh, rearview mirror and he goes, "I see everything." <laughs> right. um, yeah,
0: instead of um, watching the watching the pre debate commentary during elections, I'll put that on I'm just. Wait for, <laughs> wait for the apocalypse. But the opposite can be true. There can be a really
3: good soundtrack to a crappy movie. I.e., yeah.
4: the Tron Legacy soundtrack, which is ten thousand times better than the movie it accompanies. Is
3: this the second Tron, or is that the first? The, Tron? New the second, one, yeah, Tron. newer
1: one.
2: That's,
3: um, I, that's I would a pretty agree. good soundtrack. That's
2: right? a very strong right? soundtrack. Definitely. It uh, it stands on its own. Um, but I have a very strong visual memory, so if that it, is true. If a movie is good. The music will put me right back there. Mm. Um, I love to listen to... Well, I've always loved to listen to movie soundtracks. And uh, I had a a show on the college radio station that was (gasps) just all movie soundtracks. Um, That's fun. And when I write, I like to put on a soundtrack that conjures the mood of the thing I'm writing. And uh, when I wrote my last book, I listened to the soundtrack for the movie The Raid. And that is such hmm. an awesome soundtrack. Really? I can't that even one think of how it goes. It's um, very really? Terminator. Really? I
4: just made that up. That's terrible. <laughs> the,
2: I mean, maybe, Ryan, it's you, Elliot's ringtone. Can, you can cut in a little bit of the Raid soundtrack here. But it's just its driving, kinetic, propulsive action. And it makes me think of running upstairs and getting in fights with people with butcher knives <laughs> and kicking you people you out of windows. I you you shouldn't
4: write while running upstairs. It's very dangerous. It's yeah. uh, illegible, too. It creates it's a lot totally of typos. Legible. But
1: I
2: think it creates a certain energy to yeah, my writing. I
4: suppose. To each their own.
1: Uh, I can hear the... Like, I guess I've seen Star Wars so many times and I've listened to that soundtrack so many times that I can... You know, I know well, exactly where Matt. When you drop General me Williams
4: anywhere, any score is exempt from the. Yeah, doesn't they're make pretty you feel singular. Something- my
1: yeah. my brother
2: had um, the Star Wars album um, on wax, mm. so it was like a double album, and so we would put it on and listen to it on a record player, and uh, on a cylinder on a gramophone uh, on, on the gram on the on the Edison gramophone, <laughs> kinet- and um, I would <laughs> stare at the pictures um, of like Tatooine. On and the inside of the album Crossing corner? the dune. Yeah, yeah, losing the, your the action the figures dragon. in the
4: snowy dunes outside your house. Quite right. Mm-hmm. Cool. So
2: yeah, I have many fond memories of... <laughs> of staring at a picture. Staring ah, at a picture. good I mean, just hey, look, marinating yeah. in the Star Wars imagery and sound. For those of us who are
4: introverts.
1: Have you guys ever noticed, though, a, like a song? Now, not not moving away from scores and going to soundtracks. Like actual music, popular music that they use in movies there's been a song that you never had any feeling for, and then you saw it in a movie, and you were like, fuck, that's a good Gotta song, and then you song. started listening yeah. to yeah. it.
4: You know? Absolutely. Uh, for me, it's more trailers than the, the yeah, movies. Yeah, me too. Like because... I was thinking
1: specifically of that Uka Chaka, Uka Chaka. <laughs> I don't even like Guardians of the Galaxy. I hated that movie. But I was like, damn, that song's
0: fucking good. <laughs> I used to like that song until Ellie McBill, and now I can't. Uh,
4: <laughs> there's a song called Invaders Must Die from... Um... Prodigy, which they used in the trailer for Scott Pilgrim. It was like so driving and exciting and cool and the trailer was like cut perfectly to the song and I was like holy shit I need this fucking song and I can't wait to see this movie and then it wasn't in the movie and I was like what the fuck that happened yeah. so often yeah. or that
1: that, uh, that one for Pineapple Express that had paper planes MIA, in it yeah, yeah. yeah. and it's
2: just the, in the end yeah, credits or
4: something. that's right because that was such a, like, a trippy, was an amazing trailer movie, and I thought like the a movie was going to have that kind of trippy feeling the, and it the, the didn't trailer go. for yeah.
2: Starship Troopers had uh uh, Blur's song number five in it. Yep. And it was perfectly <laughs> timed. And it's so good that I it, prefer the movie. trailer with that music to the song alone, which is actually getting back to your topic. Yeah, right, right. And right. so I tried to go online and find the old trailer to just rip the audio with all the dialogue <laughs> and all, all the audio uh, cut to the music. It doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. I, I can't find it anywhere. That's a. Um, Uh, ungoogleable ungoogleable
4: yeah Yeah. the um, trailer for Zombieland had that song everybody
2: wants um some You're going to blow your whole podcast budget for the year, like licensing
1: just all these about.
2: songs you're going to That's right, we're going to do it. The amount of money we have shelled out for drinkenstein. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs>
4: I got Fury Road Road Rage Stories. Ooh, Danny, did you get any road rage when that person hit you and you flipped your truck and almost died? Oh, yeah. Or were you just lucky to be alive?
1: That sounds like a road... Whoa. stun
3: yeah I That's was a uh, road for sure i was uh ironically coming out of i just put a new battery in. this is when I had my truck and uh because I need to get a c put in so i was I was going to fix this truck hmm. and i i pull out in the street and I'm driving it's like a forty five mile an hour fifty mile an hour street I'm going speed limits so I'm not going slow and I'd just shh. I look up behind me. A car, just not even looking, just ran into me. Got underneath my truck, flipped me. I Jeez. rolled like five times. And uh, but I was wearing my seatbelt. I get out, and pe- everyone stopped to like you know scrape up the body and whatever. <laughs> and I was sort of knocked out of it a little bit because I was looking for my insurance card for some reason. <laughs> like this was my, because. Yeah, no. So that's that sound in the movies where the missile comes. Like that—that is what it sounds like. What kind of car was it? Oh, this woman was driving her friend's car. Both uninsured. Good friend. And then she she like fled the scene, basically.
4: Her car was still functional. No,
3: no, no. Like she, someone came and picked her up, and she she left. You know, she got on
2: a motorcycle and just. she (laughs) gave
3: gave her she gave her details. You know, to me and the. Was there a police? Yeah, there were police. Was it
1: Furiosa? I, I don't
3: know. Anyway, so I, you know, I looked her up on Facebook and like, you know, wanted, to, but there was you no. You were getting Facebook? no money out of oh, her. Oh, you got her name. Okay. Yeah, but so so you know, I I filed a suit in small claims, but you know, you have to pay for the the to serve the, court the warrant on her. And yeah, there. and so basically, it cost me money to have someone go to her mother's trailer for them to be like, she don't live here and yeah so Jeez. that's like so it's, yeah so there goes your your vehicle and uh insurance company check for like three thousand dollars but it had like
4: well if that's you it, didn't rage then you're allowed to now
3: yeah i didn't rage i sat on a on the corner next to a Wendy's, and uh i guess i had a kind i was concussed i didn't really know it yeah so I would hmm.
4: say I can't believe how unscathed you were. And I'm so
3: cheap. Like I was like, I, mate, should I go to the should I go to the hospital and like check <laughs> it out? You know. And my sister, who is like, it's like, yeah. It's like, what well, do I just go to the emergency room? So it's an emergency. You could be having a, like subdural hematoma, go or whatever. Subdural hematoma or toba, as I call them. So, like, <laughs> been hit on the head. Uh, myocardial anyway, infarction. So that's not so much road rage as just uh, road carnage <laughs> i went and got a frosty and then went to the
2: got a cat scan and it turns out that frosty saved your life you got brain freeze the brain freeze put you into some kind of state <laughs> <Exactly>. it stabilized <laughs> the uh, uh, subdural hematoma
1: the last time i got really mad was on the way home from here that one night when i got oh rear-ended my gosh. Uh, like everybody traffic stopped on the expressway and I got uh, rear-ended by somebody that didn't slow down, and then they just, you know, took off. And I was in dead stop traffic, and there was no way for me to...
4: How did they take off? They the backed up lane?
1: and just moved to... The, I I went to the right to pull over, and they went left and just took off down the road. And I couldn't get back because, you know, the the gap closed.
4: Jeez. And, uh, that but was there was a, enough... But there was a lane open for them to disappear?
1: Yeah, well, because it was everybody getting off... Um,
4: Oh. Into the uh, into
1: the ramp, you know.
4: I see. So like yeah perfect storm of assholery.
1: Yeah, that totally sucked. So at three in the morning I was just using every foul word I knew on the way home, damn it.
0: Log lines title of a movie or comic that we've never seen read pieced together to story.
2: Butterfield eight. Butterfield Eight would be like a
0: bunch of Quakers. <laughs>
1: <laughs> eight Butterfield, eight, eight Quakers eight find themselves Quakers
4: have to cheering for their lives.
2: <laughs> eight Quakers <laughs> unite to create to the heist of the century.
0: It's the Great Butter Competition A baker's of dozen 1876. Of
1: 1876 baker's dozen of Quakers A Quaker's dozen like
2: Jebediah wanted yeah. to
0: be the greatest farmer in the land But Matthias had other plans
2: Here's your great title But the yeah. problem is I know Ed's seen it
0: Well, Two- ask
4: somebody else who hasn't seen it I haven't seen,
2: seen anything it. Two Mules for Sister Sarah
4: Two oh, Mules oh, yeah, for Sister know. Sarah you Haven't seen it? Oh yeah, it's a classic Alright <laughs> Go
3: Must be over 21 to view <laughs> Oh gosh Rated X <laughs>
0: LA stories. Hey Danny. Yeah.
4: Apropos of nothing. Mm. Got any good LA stories? Crazy things that could only happen in LA or any other big city?
3: I I've got a couple. Uh the first one will be uh when I first moved out here. I went to uh what's that? Uh art school up in like Valencia that's like PB Herman and everyone went to. The, it's like I don't know. It's a It's a big time Art school. Anyway, they had this insert name of school. There you go. Here, they have this um Halloween party that is really hard to get to, and you mm-hmm. need
4: harder than the Playboy Mansion party.
3: Yes. Whoa. Um, because you, you have to be a student or with with someone, and I guess it's anyway. So
4: in so, a biblical sense. Yes. I'll stop now.
3: Anyway, we went up to this Halloween party because we knew someone went to the school. They had they were in a band, so they were playing. So they had they had a, a couple extra tickets. Um, we go up, it is crazy, because everyone's an artist, so the costumes are amazing, and there's lots of weird stuff going on, that's all great. There was a horrible band playing, uh, while we were there, they had bands all night, but while we were walking by, it just sounded like noise, I guess maybe it was even performance art, air quote, air quote, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and so we stopped and we're listening, and at one point, the singer, like the bass player gets on the, laying on the ground, he's playing, and the singer, like. Squatting over him, like, and like pulls down his pants, we're sort of like, okay, frat stuff. And then everyone in the crowd, including myself, just gets hit with this just horrible smell. Aww. The singer is shitting in the person's ear <laughs> liquid poo. <sighs>
2: Oh. Which is a metaphor for the music. Well, I mean, <laughs> okay. Like you doing
4: it already. It, it was be planned.
3: This was their point.
4: So we had to eat like X-lax. We got oh
3: we got days. the lowdown. I was just like oh my god yeah I don't and cleared. You've never seen an area uh, band clear room like this So that that was like oh I'm someplace I'm someplace with crazy people. I'm not in the Midwest anymore. I'm in the poo shitting art um, section of town. But imagine Run. their purge plans. Must yeah. be I know, Ryan. You would have loved it. Anyway, so um, So that was uh, that was eye opening and nose opening ear in ear closing,
4: <laughs> and yeah, and ear closing. Yeah, there you go.
3: Every orifice was affected. Uh, as Ryan also did allude to, I had been to uh, the Playboy Mansion Halloween parties, which
4: on more than one occasion,
3: a couple
2: occasions. It's How weird did you get in on that. Um
4: You just gotta know people, baby.
2: Uh little known fact about Danny, Miss January nineteen eighty three. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Uh there there's actually several par-
3: like uh there's not just one party. They rent out the mansion. This is back when Hef was alive. Hef. I call him Hef.
1: Mm. Yeah. You're sure. on that level, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Uh <laughs> he was Nobles. there.
3: And uh this was this particular one was sponsored by Kara K or Q or whatever the radio station is and K R O Q. And um a friend of mine was one of the, was a radio personality on it, so they were actually doing the show from there. I of course said I need to go. She let me go. Um and they they paper the house with a bunch of they go find a bunch of hot girls to give them tickets to come up. Play the playmates at the parties are not, you know, they have to wear Clothes, but they're very, they're like, they're like stewardesses there. They give tours and stuff. Like, they're not to be going crazy and whatever. But everyone else goes nuts because there's open bar, there's the grotto, which you'd have to be crazy to go in because it's disgusting. (laughs) But after about three hours of open bar and being Halloween and people in costumes, all the girls just do get naked. It's like they get a free pass. They know they're not going to be judged. And it's the, it's the Playboy Mansion. There's monkeys. They have- <laughs> <laughs> so there's like just sort of a uh, the monkeys yeah. aren't wearing any clothes. No, they're not. No. The monkeys are naked. So yeah, it's weird. Um, Monkey cubby. But it also, it's very it's stuck in the. Like, there's like game rooms with like arcade games. There's a Playboy arcade game. Wow. Yeah. Um, but Rags. it's everything's kind of stuck in the seventies. Like, like wood paneling and. Like kind of gross carpet and shagging um, everything.
4: but uh um, shagging on the shag
3: yeah so you just end up taking a lot lots it? of pictures and you know you know looking at boobies and trying to act like it's normal and thinking to yourself man if everyone but it, it's it doesn't take much for for the people to just say enough with these social mores mm-hmm. it just takes about three hours of free booze and
4: and this is where the purge begins. And a wall, and a, a wall where wing. you're
3: allowed to get naked. But, um, but the one rule is like the they like the girls to get naked. But the minute a dude would think, "Hey, this is when the time people get naked and get in the pool," some dude would, and they'd be like, "No, no, no, no!" Like, they would remove him. They'd be like, "No, we, we don't, we <laughs> oh. don't, we don't want." Heff's just in not the, the playgirl man. man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, one. Get rid of him. Nothing clears a pool of naked girls like one naked dude.
4: Okay, so I'm going to ask you a question. You are an accomplished and well-trod uh-huh. actor in cinema okay. and television. I, I, yes. Okay, so what's your craziest onset experience or just like something that sticks out in your head that was like, whoa, this is weird?
3: The coolest um, thing that I ever did was an ADR session, which sounds really... That does
4: sound... Uh, Sidebag, the f- first day I realized that ADR was a thing... It shattered me. Oh, yeah. Because it spoiled the illusion of the movies, you know? I was like, whoa, they have to go back afterwards, and uh, the magic is gone. Anyway, continue.
3: Most of, you know, actual filming and stuff is very boring and tedious and waiting around, so there's not... The
4: All cra- you out there, remember this. You with big dreams. <laughs> it's true. It's a lot of boredom.
3: So, uh... And I'm sure the most crazy things is well, how you see how much money getting wasted and things like that. But I'm sure there's things I'm forgetting. But the one time I really felt like this is Hollywood, I, this is amazing, was I'd never done ADR or really much film or television. But um, they called me up. This was for maybe Roswell or something, the, the television show. Where you played a statistician? I played an asshole college kid who was a statistician. Anyway, so, uh, you know, I did, uh, weeks later, I get a call saying, they need you to do ADR. I'm like, what's that? I say, oh, <laughs> you're going to go in and loop some, some audio because there were some issues. So, oh, great. And not only do you get paid, like, half of whatever your rate was for when you shot, which is awesome. So that was, like, already the best ever. Um, it was on the lot. And I think it might have been the, one of the first times it went on one of the major lots of Paramount. And they rented out one of the largest stages I was doing. So they had... Me on, on like, yeah, like on a movie sized screen and I'm standing in front of it, you know, with, oh. you know, half a half an ear thing and like looping in my voice like I was somebody. <laughs> and it was just sort of that, you know, moment where I was like, this was like perfect day, you know, like getting paid for me a lot of money going on the lot, seeing me on the Paramount studio on big screen, looping in my stupid line.
4: Hmm. This is I'm, the thing that ruined me for the rest of my life because when I first came to L.A., I worked on the lot. So it was like, I'm here. I fucking arrived. I've made it. I'm at Sony Studios. It's only up from here. I'm on a rocket ship, baby. And then it was just nothing, nothing for years after that. Uh,
2: I feel like the... uh the warehouse at Deluxe was yeah, yeah. You know, it's kind close. of close close the Sony lot.
4: Close second. <laughs>
2: That's
3: the problem with L.A. is like once every eight years you get that magic moment. Yeah. That like, it's like, yeah. But then you got to, you know.
4: And you're just sitting in traffic for the rest yeah, of the time.
2: The <laughs> uh, I never told you guys about the... Um, k-pop music video i was in
4: i I, i'm sure it has been mentioned but certainly not in any great detail
2: all right well i'll tell you danny (laughs) turn off these other mics danny (laughs) it's just you and me real talk danny real talk uh my wife's friend was working on a music video for a k-pop band and they were doing a a world tour and as part of their video package, they wanted to make a zombie movie or like a zombie music video. So uh, they put a call out to people um, to be zombie backup dancers. And I we're like, yes, please. Uh, we did not realize what a long, grueling day this would be or how physically and emotionally exhausting this was going to be. Um, so we drove out to like Terminal Island. Like, way down in, like, San Pedro. Yeah. And, um, you know, a a fitting place for a zombie apocalypse scenario. And it's, like, 5 a.m. We park. We go over there. Uh, We meet with the choreographer. Um, He shows us the zombie dance. Mm -hmm. So we learn our moves. And after that, we all have to get into makeup. And I love Halloween zombies special effects makeup all that stuff so all that um, kind of thing all that kind of thing <laughs> so that was a real treat to go in and have like professional makeup artists you know turn us all into zombies we picked out our like our wardrobe of gross you know rotted out bloody torn clothing which and they picked
4: <laughs> up downtown <laughs> they just picked <laughs> up
2: uh, from the streets so we had to learn you know our zombie shuffle. And then at a certain point they would play the music, and then we'd have to do these zombie moves to the beat, and um, it was really, really fun and interesting to watch this uh, K-pop boy band like doing their choreography and you know singing and rapping along to their own music. And if you've ever worked on a music video, you know, you just hear the song like a thousand times that day. They just play it on an endless loop. And um, it becomes a very kind of surreal experience as the hours drag on and on and on. And uh, I'm a bald gentleman. And I wasn't a zombie in a top hat or anything. So they had put uh, makeup all over my face and my head to make me look like a zombie. But I was also dancing In the intense, bright sun for like eight hours. You're a sweater, I'm taking it? Uh, Well, I sweat, but my skull was getting like baked by the sun. And everywhere the makeup didn't cover, (laughs) like that part of my scalp just like shriveled up and died. So they put you uh, right in the
4: front, hero shots.
2: Alas, uh, (laughs) they put me way in the back. They said, everyone line up by height. Okay, all the tall guys go to the very back of the crowd. All the short people come to the very front and I was like, "Ooh. I don't think I'm going to be in this video." <laughs> did you make quit. the zombie roll of the video? Uh, uh and <laughs> <laughs> um so we spend our day. They did their dances. Uh the band is called Cross Gene, if you're interested. The song is called They're All Clones, Million Dollar, and um It was very fun, but when we saw the actual video, like you can maybe see a blurry zombie in the background for one frame dancing his sweet zombie heart out.
4: So lesson to all you listeners who are coming to LA with big dreams, just don't agree to be a background in a music video.
2: It's a it's a hard way to make a living.
3: I've been squibbed like fake. I was shot in a movie and I got That's to do cool. that, which is pretty awesome. You know, they were they were taping it on there and they were like, you're saying, OK, when it happens, don't overreact. They like they just kept poking me like, like it's going to be like just like someone pokes you like they didn't want me to like throw my shoulder back. I guess. So a
2: squib for those who don't know is a fake gunshot effect a blood pack explosion it's a blood pack an explosion or Mm.
3: yeah they yeah it was something that was electrically wires going on my back and there was i don't know if they had blood coming out of it but it definitely i think it was just an explosion
2: okay
3: they weren't worried about they didn't have the budget for blood but the they kept on you know saying yeah it's no big deal won't hurt won't feel anything there's you know you're not in any kind of danger and when they were when they were setting up for the shot um everyone looking at me was behind these protective shields. <laughs> I was just like, Oh, uh. it's comforting. So, yeah. So they were like, man, you looked really scared. I was like, yeah, I did. You guys were like in full protective gear and helmets and like blast shields. And and like, all right, and action, pop. I was like poking chest and then I were just fell out of frame. And they only had enough to do it once. so. But that was, uh, that was exciting. But I just remember being kind of Actually, genuinely scared that yeah there was an explosion. Should have strap passed it that, off
4: as yeah. you being that good of an actor. Yeah, you're like I conveyed that shit. Here's my card. Remember me. <laughs> yeah. Well. For your leading roles next time.
3: That's right. Double whammy. Check it out.
4: Double whammy. Is that the one with uh, what's his name, the comedian guy?
0: Yeah.
4: Wait, you were the rest. You were the fast food guy. He gets shot.
2: Yeah, he gets shot.
4: Oh shit. Danny played a fast food worker with like all kinds of piercings and stuff. Who was the
2: statistician? <laughs> was so
4: funny, <laughs> <A> surly
2: statistician.
4: Because <laughs> I cut all Danny's demo reels. Yeah, that's for like why a Ryan, really long Ryan knows
2: time. my oeuvre because <laughs> I made
3: him cut my reel.
4: So that you know, okay, so this this could almost be a topic by itself. You know the like weird non sequiturs that sometimes pop up in movies or whatever, and you're like, ah, ha ha ha, but it wasn't meant. It was just like a, some random coincidence. So in this movie, like I went to go see my sister's boyfriend's comedy show a couple weeks ago and he said something or somebody in the comedy show said something and I laughed and then realized I was the only one laughing in the whole auditorium. So that happens a lot. So Danny's character is like trying to sell Dennis. There's
3: what, no character. I have like five lives. That was a character, okay. my friend. All right. Who who's the guy? Uh the guy that smokes and does the Ford Dennis truck. Leary. Yes,
4: Dennis Leary. Leary, thank you. Wow, he smokes Dennis Leary. Um <laughs> So, Danny's selling Dennis Leary some fucking fast food, and Dennis Leary's giving him shit because he's got piercings and whatnot. And, and he's like, oh, I forget what he says, but he's like, hey, how's it going? And Danny goes, just fine. I don't know. It made <laughs> yeah, me laugh. I threw
3: in an ad lib because I only had like three lines. I'm like, I am answering anything. But. Other, if we random Hollywood, please cut all of this out. But <laughs> no when they were deal. when that was uh, that was in uh, shot in Newark, because uh, in that scene a, a a guy drives a truck through through the fast food windows, comes in and like just starts shooting the place up, and, and some that
4: restaurant was already smashed to bits.
3: Yes, no, they it was it was a nothing place, and they kind of you know, they invented a
0: whatever a chain, a ber- a chain
3: right? But the locals. We're so excited that there was going to be a fast, you know, because it was Newark and not a great part of town. And they were like, oh, we're getting a double bun
1: burger. Awesome. Uh,
3: you know, and they would like show up and like, you know, just knocking on the window. Yeah. Come on like ahead. when's the double bun burger open? You, open?
4: May you may remember Ryan, the other Ryan from some of the podcasts. We were shooting a short for him. He, like, oh, that coffee shop. He was, he was shooting shop. a short at a coffee mm, shop yeah. and it was three in the morning. And people kept coming in and being like, can I get some coffee? Yeah. And we'd be like, no, it's closed. We're shooting a movie. And they'd be like, what the fuck? What want a fucking coffee? Fuck you. Like, they kept giving us shit. It was really amazing. People, who needs them? Yeah, not me. Tell you what. Purge. Purge. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Find
0: us at 6demonbagpodcast.com. Six Demon Bag Podcast at Gmail, Facebook, and Instagram, and on Twitter at Six Demon Podcast. Special thanks to Colleen Green for the use of her song, Why Do You Call Me, off the Green One album.
1: This is Ed. If you want to find more about me, uh, you can look at my blog, emertelech.wordpress.com, delirium tremens, or uh, Facebook. I'm there all the time. This is Jeff. You can find more at Carter
2: Wrote It on Facebook and Twitter.
0: This is Drew. You can find me on Twitter
4: at GenFactor. You can find me, Ryan, on YouTube at 20th Century RG with the number 20.
0: Podcasts only 35 minutes long. We
2: basically just cut out all of Drew's stuff.
0: Mm. Mm.